Hey guys, it's Leah Buckles from Prestige Worldwide Medical Consulting. I am a U.S. Army veteran. I am a physician assistant and former CMP examiner. I wanted to come on today and discuss plantar fasciitis as it relates to VA disability. Tons of veterans have plantar fasciitis. Tons of people have plantar fasciitis, right? Um, they also have flat feet, which is going to be a video for another day. I'd love to um, kind of go over the pes planus or flat feet stuff, but that's going to be a whole nother, um, I don't want to mix it all up, right? So plantar fasciitis um, is a condition where the plantar fascia on the bottom of the foot, which is connective tissue, soft tissue, um, can get inflamed and irritated and um, become very problematic for veterans and or just people in general, right? So this is something I see a lot of veterans service connected for either on a primary basis because they were diagnosed in service or perhaps secondary to some other service connected disabilities, right? So I wanted to kind of go over some of those things and um, just give you guys some insight into what I see pretty frequently and maybe that'll help you with your personal situation and give you some ideas of things that you never even thought of, right? So what are some of the things that, um, some risk factors for plantar fasciitis? So um, age over 40, um, you know, overuse, different types of exercises, right? Um, actually female gender is a risk factor. Um, flat feet um, or even a high arch, right? Can be a risk factor, just different foot issues, right? Um, obesity, which is something I'm really gonna dig into here in a second. And um, just, prolonged standing and walking, okay? So a lot of people will get plantar fasciitis on active duty. People will complain about, um, you know, wearing boots, um, standing in formation for long periods of time. Um, some of the some of the history I would get from veterans when or from service members when they would come in and see me when I was a battalion PA would be, um, you know, it hurts worse in the morning. Um, it, it feels like a cramp. It's on the, on the bottom of my foot. Like if this was, this was my foot, I'm not going to show you guys my feet today. Cause y'all don't want to see that. Um, if this was my foot, right, the bottom part, um, they would say, you know, they would have pain right at the tip of the heel or all the way down their heel cord, um, to the ball of their foot. Okay. So they would say they would need to stretch it out. Some of the treatments I would give them would be to tell them, okay, we could do physical therapy. You can do, um, you know, we would tell them to get it like a cold, freeze a water bottle and roll it under their foot to stretch it out or a tennis ball, right? Um, to help stretch out that plantar fascia. Sometimes we would use things like night splints, which would essentially like pull their um, foot into extension so that we could kind of stretch out that heel cord, right? So um, those are just some of the, there's also surgical interventions, right? Um, steroid shots, just different things um, that your treating provider or your podiatrist or whoever your foot and ankle surgeon may consider. There's a really cool thing called um, orthotripsy, which is where they send some like shock waves through your foot. It's really good for plantar fasciitis and for Achilles tendonitis, both. Um, a lot of doctors will do that. I see, I had a lot of success with a lot of my patients on active duty who would, um, use that, right? But that's after generally they do a lot of physical therapy and all these other conservative measures, rest, ice, whatever. Um, so wh where do we usually see this, right? So again, if somebody's diagnosed on active duty, then that's a pretty direct thing, right? But from a secondary standpoint, we can see it a lot from some of those, those other things. Like if you've got um, flat feet or other foot abnormalities that predispose you, okay? Also, if you've got, um, 
you know, other gait abnormalities? Do you have um, a knee condition or some a hip condition, something that's really throwing you off and causing that overuse, right? There's some actually some articles. I'm not going to read the articles, but I'm going to give you guys some of the titles so you can go and research them if you want to use them or provide them to your doc for support, right? Um, antalgic maneuvers during the walking during walking in men with unilateral knee disability, which was published in Clinical Orthopedics and Related Research in 1985. That's an older study. Um, it, it just talks about painful lower extremities and um, issues that can contribute to other joints, right? Also, concurrent foot pain is common in people with knee osteoarthritis and impacts health and functional status. Um, data from the Osteoarthritis Initiative, which was published in 2015 in Arthritis Care Research. I use that article a lot if it's somebody that's got knee pain, for example, and then they also have a foot issue, plantar fasciitis issue. Um, and there's some other ones, but I really want to dig in on weight gain, right? So one of the biggest things that can cause um, or lead to plantar fasciitis and also to an acquired flat foot, which like I said, we'll talk about later, is obesity, right? So we've talked about obesity as an intermediate step in the past. I'm going to keep on hammering it because, I mean, if you become, um, if you're overweight, mostly, you know, we talk about obesity, but even being overweight, you can extrapolate the data, right? So if you're overweight due to a service-connected disability, right, um, it can lead to other disabilities, right? We see it tons of times with sleep apnea, diabetes, hypertension, um, but that doesn't end with just those um, physiologic like or metabolic type conditions, right? So plantar fasciitis, it's a mechanical thing, right? So if your foot is getting worn out because your entire body weight is on top of it, it can lead to plantar fasciitis, right? And an acquired flat foot. Um, so a lot of times I'll use that same literature that I've gone over before about, you know, it just depends on why you're obese. Is it because you have um, inability to exercise due to um, whatever your service-connected disability is? Is it because you have compensatory eating habits? I have seen tons of veterans connected for um, plantar fasciitis related to PTSD. And you wonder, like, how does that happen? Well, if the veteran... Um, has compensatory eating habits, right? They're binge eating. They don't want to exercise because they, you know, they're depressed. They have a social phobia. They don't want to be around people. Um, all of those things can contribute to obesity, right? Um, so I have seen that frequently, all right? So I hope this was helpful. And again, I, I never just say it's one thing or another. If you have multiple things, going on, I put all theories of connection in there because all risk factors should be addressed, right? It shouldn't just be like, let's pick one or the other. No, like in this one, um, you know, example I was reading to you, that, that individual I had, you know, their knee pain was contributing and their weight gain from their knee pain. So I included, you know, fr from a antalgic gait standpoint, and then also from um, the weight gain as an intermediate step. So I hope this video was helpful on plantar fasciitis as it relates to VA disability. Let me see if there's anything else that I want to talk to you guys about. You know, I don't ever go over the ratings because I'm not an accredited agent or attorney. Got to get my disclaimer in here. I am just a medical expert. Um, but, you know, there are, the ratings are out there. You can go and, and take a look. A lot of the really great um, accredited claims agents and um, accredited attorneys have blogs that talk about this. Um, with ratings. You can go to the 38 Code of Federal Regulation and look it up. 
Um, I'm probably going to do a blog on this pretty soon. And I'll get it in somewhere. And um, I hope you guys are following us on YouTube and checking out our blog. Um, if you have any other comments on plantar fasciitis or you have any questions or whatever, um, just drop them in the comments below. And thank you for watching. And I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks.